You're listening to KHOL. I'm Emily Cohen with a roundup of this week's headlines. Tune in weekdays at the top of the hour to stay up to date on the latest local and regional news. Masks are back in Jackson Hole. Teton District Health Officer Dr. Travis Riddell issued a face covering order Thursday that'll be in effect until September 4th. That decision followed a 48-hour comment period as required by state law and only pertains to indoor areas with some exceptions. The Teton County School Board also voted to require masks at the start of this school year, which kicks off next week, while the area is either in the high or moderate COVID-19 risk levels. Community transmission currently puts Teton County in the red or high risk level, and the local hospital started to fill up with COVID patients this week, according to data from St. John's Health. Jackson Mayor Haley Morton-Levinson and Vice Mayor Arne Jorgensen held the first of a new series of informal conversations with the public on Wednesday. Here's Morton-Levinson describing her vision for the chat with council members events. When I started on council in 2012, Mayor Barron used to have his brown bag lunches once a month. And so that's my eventual goal is to have kind of an informal get to see everyone kind of thing. Obviously, Zoom, I think, makes it a little more formal since we can't be having lunch together, but we are doing the best we can in the times we are in. (laughs) While the chats won't be official public meetings, Morton Levinson and Jorgensen heard concerns from community members Wednesday on a wide range of topics. First of all, I'm strongly against the housing preservation program pilot. Personally, pollution is at the top of my list. And I'm talking about water pollution. I'm talking about plastics down at the... I personally am not going to go to a store that requires it because I don't feel comfortable wearing a mask. Not everyone agreed on the issues discussed, but the town leaders say they're grateful for the feedback. One resident also thanked the council members for the chance to hear from folks with different perspectives. And I appreciate hearing what people are saying that are outside of my bubble. Future chats are expected to be held on the third or fourth Wednesday of the month moving forward, with rotating participation by different town councilors and either the mayor or vice mayor. Following the release of updated, more localized 2020 census numbers last week, Cowboy State lawmakers have another item on their agendas, redistricting. Wyoming's population grew only slightly since 2010, lagging behind other Mountain West locales. However, numbers within the state's borders shifted more dramatically. This means the lines that define Wyoming's representative and Senate districts will need to shift, which was exactly the subject of a webinar last Thursday. Cities are growing. The rural areas are continuing to lose population. Um, And so that rural representation will be strained regardless. I'm just trying to find the best map that fits. Republican Representative Dan Zwanitzer of Cheyenne was one of the speakers at a Zoom event last Thursday about redistricting and why it matters. Lawmakers approved a set of guiding principles for the process last week, which favor keeping districts within county boundaries as much as possible, as well as grouping, quote, like-minded people together. The Wyoming Department of Education released the results of statewide student assessments in English language arts, math, and science from the 2020-21 school year Tuesday. Overall, student proficiency slightly declined statewide in all three subjects last year compared to the year before COVID hit. However, Executive Director of Communications and District Services for the Teton County School District, Charlotte Reynolds, says local results look a little different. 
We are pleased to see that in um, most um, content areas and grade levels, our students surpassed the uh, Wyoming averages, which is really good news for our students. Uh, we did see a few dips um, in a couple of places, which we'll be analyzing closely. But for the most part, we did not see uh, learning loss that was um, concerning to us. Among the dips in question, Teton County high school students appear to have struggled more last year compared to their younger peers. Tenth graders, for example, performed below the state average in ELA, math, and science. But Reynolds says parents should remember the results are just one piece of data reflecting student progress and that the district will be working hard to meet students' educational needs this year. This has been the weekly news roundup from the KHOL news team, Will Walkie and Kyle Mackey. I'm Emily Cohen for listener-supported KHOL Jackson.